Welcome, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I am Nate. We are here with Jimbo. What up, what up everyone? How we doing? Ayo, ayo. Let's go, Jimbo. And uh, we're pumped. And why are we pumped, Jimbo? Dude, I'm just pumped. When we're talking baseball, we Nate and I had a fantastic talk before this. Um, and I'm just flying high, you know. It's nice because like we do this podcast every week, but sometimes like we don't always see like how it's perceived or how people are taking it. If people like it or not. Um, but Nate was just telling me how, you know, he's, he's like, yeah, man, like we're getting a lot of compliments about all this and it's great to hear. And, you know, like a lot of times I don't see a lot of that cause I, I'm, I am with the roadshow brand. So I'm not seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff. So when he was telling me that, it just, you know, I don't know, it gives me the butterflies because it makes me excited that that other people are enjoying this because really all we're doing is doing what we love, talking baseball. And I know there's other people out there that are the same way because I was in your whoever's listening. I was in in your shoes a couple of years ago, you know, driving around for work and I would throw on the podcast and it was always like it was always my favorite podcast to listen to the Dean Corner. So it's just fun to be a part of that and, and be able to share and give back to the community with that and create this baseball community. Um, and I, and I truly believe in 2023, you know, we got a lot of fun things on the roadmap for us and, um, just flying high brother, just flying high. I love it. And Jimbo was right. We're looking to, we're looking to spruce this thing up a bit. Um, and that's mainly because we've been doing this and I feel like the compliments have gotten more and more to the point where I feel as though I owe our listeners and all of you guys that are listening better quality product. Um, and Jimbo does too. And so that is, that is our goal for 2023 is better quality product, likely YouTube video as well amongst other things. So pumped about that. I also want to give a real quick shout out to, uh, Zeppi, um, budget card collecting. He sent us a message, um, reaching out to Jimbo and to my shame, I shared the message with Jimbo and then forgot to respond. That's okay. I, I found him on, or found the account on Instagram and messaged him myself. Okay, good. So to Zeppi, I'm sorry that you didn't get a response from Dinging Corners, um, but you did get a response from Jimbo. So thank you for messaging us. And anybody, anybody who's listening, if you, you know, want to talk baseball, want to talk or have any questions, please, by all means, message Dinging Corners, message Jim Bro Cards, message slab stocks nate and um we'll be happy to help and happy to answer questions now i'm not i'm not always the world's best responder so sometimes i see something pass it along and then forget to respond like this case but jimbo responded so i feel better or if people have ideas that's the biggest thing is because like we nate and i guys yeah like i'm not up to date on everything so i'm and i'm someone that loves to hear different ideas different new things or just anything so shoot ideas to us you know that's our i'd say our one of our biggest struggles is looking at dms but i'm going to make it on my list to check it i'm going to set a put it in my calendar and set a time once a day to go through my dms i like it um i will do the same thing it's okay if you don't i'll be i like doing that i usually check my dms once a day anyways um though i sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'll respond to that later because it's a little bit more in depth. And Uh then I realize I didn't respond to it. And then I kind of feel like a jabroni. But 
that's neither here nor there. Today, we are going to talk about Topps Chrome Sapphire update. Update. We're giving an update on the update, Sapphire, because last week we talked about a checklist and all but the boxes. Um, they came out at 1.30 online, right? But they hadn't sold or been ripped. None of them had been ripped. We hadn't seen any card prices, and we didn't know what the resale value was on the boxes online. Well, fast forward a week, and we have all those answers. So we're going to talk about it today. And first off, we're going to start with box price. So Jimbo, as you know, they came out at $130 mm-hmm. on Tops.com. I, being the forgetful person that I am, was on Tops.com all morning and still missed the release, sadly. But uh, they're now reselling for $230. So from $130 to $230. And I guess I'm happy that uh, I didn't get any because I'm addicted to ripping. And if I would have got those boxes in and said, oh, man, I should probably just sell these because it's 100 bucks more. And then I inevitably would not have sold them, ripped them. And if they would have snunk, I would have been thinking about how I could have gotten an extra $200 for free because I was trying to buy two um for free instead of ripping them so in the long run probably better for my mental health having not uh gotten a box but how do you feel about so it was 130 that felt like a great price point how do you feel about 230 oh man um it's funny you say that because the as we you were talking about that the first thing i did was i looked at i typed in ebay uh top sapphire bowman box and then parentheses you know minus break so it you know got rid of all yeah. the breaks but then i so i looked at the sold and it's i mean this is how i kind of justify it. it's like okay what are they what are the past boxes doing so like 2022 tops bowman chrome sapphire edition baseball box sealed so this is last year's chrome last one sold for 480 um and then another one here sold for 350 350 and then uh, 2021 Tops Bowman Draft Sapphire uh, Bowman Draft sold for 260. So like, there's a trend. Like, okay, the you know it all depends on checklist, but I feel like this checklist is a solid one, if not better than that. So the the floor on it is maybe you know the past the ones with you know not the better checklist. Mm-hmm. So at even at 230, I'm like, hey, it, I think it's worth worth holding because I, I just feel like sapphire is always that premium product and there's just not a lot of it out there not every not every breaker not every shop gets an allocated like in a like an allocated amount mm-hmm. which is huge because then if it's selling online on tops direct it's going straight to the people who want it so usually the people that are ripping it like like you said if you had it in front of you, you probably ripped it so how many people that got it ripped it so then the supply lowers okay i'm going to in that i like the price nate hey well here's the thing so you get two parallels per box the highest number is 75 they got rid of 99 there's a super refractor a pad production two out of ones but there's 75 50 25 10 5 1 1 there's two of these per box and there is a 330 card checklist um so conceivably, you could run the numbers. I mean, honestly, there really isn't. There, there. It's a big checklist, yes. So there's that. But there probably really isn't a huge quantity. It's like uh, the other day when we were talking about that 75th anniversary boxes I bought. 
which they haven't shipped yet. I can I cannot wait for those to ship. Um, but I saw on baseballcardpedia or something like that dot com. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of that place, but they were giving out some numbers, some projections, and they thought the base cards were number two. Um, were not numbered, but likely around fifteen hundred. I believe that, dude. There, Saf- There's just not a lot of in. I, I feel and, like, and, and that that's not for Sapphire. That's for the seventy fifth anniversary one. But it's like those those weird configuration boxes, like this is. It's like it's like you know gold a gold Julio Rodriguez out of twenty twenty two. 2022 you know number out of 2022 what is that 150 200 bucks right now and you're probably getting and obviously the the julios here will cover those prices are more expensive for the base but it's like you get these random things and and base cards are just the base like i'm pumped to see what are in those six boxes i'm hoping for a julio base because it'll be rarer than what you're expecting exactly and in a one thing that I like about boxes like these where it's like, okay, if you open one, it's like, okay, you, you know, you, it's really the two parallels that, that are, that are the big hitters, but the base will, will carry you. So I, for me personally, I like to open like four, four at a time because then it's like, okay, your odds as a whole, you know, obviously the more you rip the odds are better, but I, I don't, I don't know how to explain this in a, like an analytical term, but I, I like, I like doing that because the, at the end of the day, you're going to hit, it's more common to hit something big because it, there's just not a lot of it. And you only need one to carry you past the the price. So like if you open four, it's at two, what did you say? Two twenty. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, 20, 30. It, so then it's at eight, eight eighty, eight hundred and eighty bucks. Like, Okay, if you hit one card, I'm sure. I guess let's go through some prices, and I guess this will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know a lot of guys working at Brewtown and stuff. I knew guys who would follow the same logic, and it's like, all right, I open three cases. If I can hit one low numbered Zion, I cover the cost of the three cases, and every other card is free. Yeah, and uh, it generally worked. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Especially nowadays, it might not work as well. But let's talk. Let's put our talk prices here. If you look up Tops Sapphire Update 2022 on the old Card Ladder, shout out Card Ladder. Card Ladder has been probably the most helpful tool I have ever used in my entire life, and I am I am I am not kidding there. Uh, the amount of times I use Card Ladder in a day is insane. It's insane. And and specifically for my job, obviously. But still, it is it is as handy as it gets. So if you don't have card ladder, you should uh check that out. In fact, I do think um this will be uh this will be an ad right now. Uh I believe if I am correct. It is King. You can sign up for if you click a link down below, you can create your card ladder account here with a seven day free tra- trial. And uh, I love it. It's so good. Yes, sir. My goal was to uh, to be in the ad. So if you cut that up and make that in an ad, and, and Jimbo's voice, said, dude is keen, is in it. I will. That that is that will make my day. <laughs> well, uh, likely likely um, 
I will not make that into an ad, but but that is an ad for the daily or for the dinging corners uh, people. Uh, wasn't planned, but I do firmly believe that card ladder. If you are big into cards and serious about trying to make money, it's it's an important thing to have. You can look up any sale. I looked up tw- tops Sapphire Update 2022. It tells me there's 102 results. I know there's been 102 sales between eBay, PWCC, Alt, um, my slabs of Topps Chrome Sapphire Update cards. And some of these prices are massive. Uh, right, right away, January 20th. That's today. Stephen Kwan Orange Auto number to 25. Sold for a thousand one hundred twenty-five bucks, Jimbo. Does that feel like a solid price? Is it too high? Is it too low? Is it crazy? What's your feel on this one? I don't know. I feel like I mean, I feel like that's the cream. That is Stephen Kwan's best card, outside of obviously Superfractors Reds, but yeah, but like I meant of like uh like his set because he doesn't have a Bowman Chrome first. So like the best card you can get of Stephen Kwan is a probably his Sapphire. Yeah. Well, I would imagine. I guess it depends on the person. Like obviously I'd still want his Tops Chrome Superfractor auto, right? We're just the set though in general. Don't Sapphire. You think, but don't you think that okay, maybe the his very very best card would be Tops Chrome Superfractor, but outside of that I feel like everything I guess even the, I, no, I, you're, you're probably right. You're, I would take the okay, so so I would take Tops Chrome for Superfractor Red, Orange likely, um, but Sapphire I would take for the other. I don't know. I don't know how I'm trying to say. It. I like Sapphire. I really do. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way thinking like you. Like, oh, I do. The Tops Chrome is is like the flagship. You know of of our stuff but i would say outside of the superfractor red orange gold and blue of tops chrome i would rather actually this is how i'd rank it tops chrome superfractor tops chrome red tops chrome orange tops chrome gold true gold and then i would go sapphire red sapphire orange then i would go tops chrome true blue and then i'd go sapphire gold Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I actually, you bring that up. I really don't like the sapphire golds very much. They're different. It's a different. It's true gold. I'm telling you, of Topps Chrome and Bowman, like Bowman looks it's great. Just, it's it's not. There's nothing better. Yep. But the the sapphire gold, uh, uh, Merlin Topps Merlin this year had a gold atomic. Something with the like the tint on it is just a little bit different, and we're so picky here in base like us baseball card people. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but all right, let's talk about some prices. All right, so we got that Stephen Kwan. That's big boy out of the way. Um, actually, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna. So the cool thing you can do here on the old uh, sales history tool is you can change and go by price as opposed to date sold. So. Instead, we can go by price. And Stephen Kwan was the second most expensive card. The first most expensive card also ended up as a reel today, uh, made by yours truly. And that is 2022 Topps Chrome Update Sapphire Julio Rodriguez Green, numbered to 75. This sold on January 17th for $1,500. Now, 
That feels expensive. The box is $220. This is a $1,500 card for a parallel out of 75. Not out of 50, not out of 25, 75. So this feels very expensive, and it likely was expensive. But what's crazy is that Aaron was doing some digging and found a Wander Franco. Um, actually, I can I can look it up real quick. Wander Franco uh, Sapphire Purple, number to 10. PSA 9 that sold same day. Same day as the green. It sold for $1,210. Would you rather have a Wander number to 10 already graded PSA 9 for $1,210 and $300 in your pocket or the Julio Rodriguez non-graded green out of 75 for 1500 Like, I know which one I'm going with all day long. I would go, rather go with Wander over anything, Julio, just for the player-wise, uh, just because I'm such a big believer in Wander. But I got a question for you. Do you think the color match of Julio Rodriguez being a color match with Slap Socks has a factor and then also being a color match with the Mariners? Um, that's actually something I hadn't thought about. That's a great that's a great uh, that's a great point. I do think that the color match slab stocks um, thing has a has a has a reason behind this huge sale. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the biggest sale, and it's three hundred dollars more than the Wander, and it's just like that's kind of the cool thing you can do with cards is you can look at cards and you can look at cards that previously came out, and you can say to yourself, "Wow." Somebody, one second. Okay, Google. Oh, turn on. Do not disturb. I didn't. I have an Apple phone. I don't know why I said Google, but Google will be responding to me too. Um. So what's cool is that you can look at a card that just came out and you can see the hype, right? Yes. You can just see the hype because $1,500, obviously that's hype. But then when you compare it to a Wander Purple out of 10, which is a great, great card, already graded PSA 9, which is nothing to sneeze at in today's day and age when um, these products are coming out with scratches and dents and dings and corner bad cor corner damage and stuff. Like a PSA 9 is nothing to sneeze at anymore. That's a solid grade nowadays, especially with the new like Bowman, Tops, Panini stuff. Um, I like I like looking at that and then looking at a different card I could have gotten for cheaper and being like, yeah, this is why you wait on buying. You don't be, you know, okay, if you have a ton of money, I talked about this in the daily in, uh, I forget what, what I talked about, so it's not very helpful. But I discussed this the other day, and people were like, what if they just have a lot of money and they don't care? Oh, is Paulo, Paulo Banchero or Banchero um, Hoops Hot Signatures Rookie Auto for 500 And so many people in the comments were like, dude, uh, it, you know, what if they have a ton of money and don't care? Just buy what you want. And it's like, okay, you can buy what you want, but you could also just wait because it's not a rare card. And get it in the next sale. I kid you not, it was like $140 cheaper. The very next sale. And so people are like, what if they have a ton of money? I'm like, okay, fine. Then who cares? But like, realistically, who doesn't want to save $140 and get the same card? Yeah. I, I see both ends because I do know people that just have so much money. They don't care and the time to them and the, the thought process of waiting. Um, but that makes it fun because there are so many perspectives. But 
at the end of the day, just wait and you can save money. Yep. And, and it, and again, and it doesn't even have to be like, wait on this product. You could say, ah, do I want, you know, do I want this Julio Rodriguez green today or do I want this wander? Like, is that a better deal for me? This wander or do I want this Stephen Kwan for 1125 or do I want to wander purple non-auto PSA nine for a hundred bucks more? And if you want the Stephen Kwan and you save a hundred bucks, sweet, you know, it's all about perspective. Um, but those are the two highest price cards that we have uh, that are that are here. And they're the only two cards that have sold over a thousand dollars so far. Um, but the next highest price card is actually going to be a bunch of Julio Rodriguez base. And they're all over the place um, as high as five hundred fifty bucks, as low as uh, I've seen think I've seen as low as three twenty five um, three likely that will 251 what day was that oh that's today so 251 on on that if you hit a julio base um right now you're basically if that's the a legit sale the one that sold today on auction for 250 251 you're basically after fees going to be breaking even on the box um how do you feel about that now, Jimbo? Does 220 feel good if if the Julio base is at 220, or is that after fees, or is that is the box maybe a little bit too expensive? And let's let's talk let's talk Bobby Witt here real quick as well. Um, a Bobby Witt sold for a 245 on auction January 19th. Um. Do with that what you will. So let's say let's say both these cards are similar priced, two hundred and fifty dollars, and you're likely not going to get pull both of them. I would assume. Uh, does that feel does that feel right? Getting the best base card and 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 being able to make your money back, or is the price on the box too high? I don't know. I I think I don't know. I I like the risk on it. You know, obviously. Um... You know, if, if we're talking about even just comparing it to like wax, the, the, there always will be risk ripping wax, but there there's some that, that actually makes sense with the risk to re, uh, risk to reward in mm-hmm. something like this, because, yeah, it's at 175. But if, let's say, you know, you're the one ripping Two, it 220. Yeah, but the 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 Julio, like what the oh, the Julio's 250. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Like, oh, sorry. That the the screen share I have up is on a rookie debut. One okay. second, I'll pull it back up for you. So, like something like that. I don't know. I I like the risk of that because let's say you you open even just like two boxes, and there's going to be other players in the box that are um, that could like that could pop off. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like if I'm ripping them myself, you know, you have a better chance of of protecting them, sleeve them right, right, right away and have them, have them graded. Cause sapphires are already really tough to, to grade. Mm-hmm. So the pop will be really low on stuff like that, where I like it because of that aspect too, where you're grading some of these, these other players and you can make your money back pretty easily, but then have the huge upside of the parallels. Yeah. And of course that's the major caveat here is that people aren't ripping. Like the base cards are nice. And obviously you're ripping, hoping to hit a base Julio or base Bobby Witt. But you're not ripping for that, for the sake of that, right? You're ripping 
for the parallels, specifically the two-colored parallel and the potential auto. That's why you're ripping it. And so I don't mean to say, like, it's not it's not worth it because obviously people are aiming for higher than just making their money back on a base. But I usually like to look at these boxes like, all right, what's the most likely scenario? Because the an unlikely scenario is you hit a massive card and make a ton of money. So, like, the most likely scenario is maybe I can walk out of here with a Julio base or a Bobby Witt base. And even that is not very likely because we're talking about um, four cards in a pack, eight cards in a box, or eight packs in a box. So we're talking about 32 cards in a box out of a 330-card checklist. So likely for you to be able to hit a base, non-rookie debut Julio or Bobby Witt, realistically you're going to have to open up 10 boxes you know three uh, 32 card checklist and a 330 um three 32 cards in a box and a 330 card checklist uh you're looking at presumably getting one of those every every 10 boxes i like that you brought that up because that makes a thousand percent like the that makes sense and I didn't even think about that. I forgot the checklist is bigger, much bigger than what it you know like normally is. Yeah. So now that I've said these words out loud, and I think you're probably on the same page as me, all of a sudden, all right, you can't even conceivably expect a Bobby Witt or a Julio, and those are just making you your money back after fees. So now it is a pretty big gamble. Um, because let's look at let's look at some of these. Let's look at some of these color that have that have popped up here. So Albert Poole's orange, 275. That's a healthy price. Uh Garrett Whitlock red out of five, 260. That's a healthy price too. If you hit one of those two, you're happy. Stephen Kwan, rookie debut, orange 355. I believe that's the last color. I have to go south now. Um Spencer Torkelson purple update or rookie debut. 204 bucks oh man <laughs> like we're talking i i know it's rookie debut but we're talking one of the best yeah we're, ta- we're talking one of the best uh cards you can get and wait what oh that's wrong okay um and it's and it's of spencer and it's 204 bucks not box price alec thomas orange top rookie in the set orange 150 dollars. that's a buy all day that's I would buy that at that price. Correct. MJ MJ Melendez rookie debut 130 bucks. I would buy that all day too. Miguel Cabrera 3000th hit. You'd buy this all day probably. I'd buy I would buy 50 of those. $100. Actually, that's a really good price. I need that. Whoever bought that, hit me up Jimbo Jimbo cards on Instagram. Jimbo, you'll definitely find more. You'll find a lot more of these. Just put a safe search on eBay. I know I I I'm out of them. They always have to delete oh that's right i forgot you can only do so many uh jeremy pena rookie debut green out of 75 a hundred dollars um albert pools green 67 dollars it one one thing too i feel like people kind of discredit stuff like this where it's in in i don't know this goes back to my old practices but you know not every product's like this but where the base cards you can't disregard like the way I look at it as in even the stuff that's non-rookie, like your Mike Trout base, your, 
your, yeah. you know, your bigger name. I, I personally have done really well on those grading and selling or even selling brawl. Well, here like, you go. Albert pools, 50 bucks. Like, so that's one thing. Like, I feel like this, the floor on these cards on even the base non rookie stuff are a lot higher than let's say, you know, um, a different product where the, where it's literally not even worth holding on to the base because they're, it, it costs more to have them in your house as storage than it is to sell them. But like wander, like uh, even like the, the players, that's why I love Bowman too. Like even the, the, the prospects in Bowman that are non first, like your Gunnar Henderson, sorry, I got ambulance behind me. All good. Um, but there's a, like, uh, like the, you can make money on that stuff. And that's why I like to open this stuff personally, because I like to sleeve everything that I'm opening, which I know a lot of people on here will find obnoxious, but I'd rather have it all sleeved because you never know something like this could pop off. Uh, case in point, years and years and years ago, 2019, I bought, and this isn't even, this isn't even Sapphire. I was, I was buying 2019 Tops Chrome, looking for that Vlad Guerrero Jr. Auto. Should have just not ripped any of it and uh, sold it all sealed. But that's for another time. Um I pull I pull an orange wave uh, Raphael Devers Xander Bogarts Raphael Devers I think orange wave Raphael Devers and I'm like Ugh, you know whatever and I hold on to it I just put it in a box and hold on to it and then I put it up for auction one day I'm like I'll just get whatever I can and it went for like 40 bucks I I'm actually, I thought I'd go for more than that. Like Otani, think about an Otani base. Like maybe look up Otani base Sapphire, not even well, from this. Well, product. I can tell you, I can tell you because there's an Otani at the very top of the list. If you go date sold. Okay. Well, close to the top of the list. Otani hundredth career home run. So not even, not even an Otani card, just a hundredth career home run card. 15 bucks. And that was on a best offer. Like, yeah. Stuff like there, there's money if people are willing to grind it out. Like, and we're kind of getting back to the old days where this is how I used to make money is grinding stuff out like this. It's not just you open it and, you know, one card you will get your one big card. And I, I, I appreciate that you brought that up because that was rather short sighted of me to just be because like originally I was like, yeah, that feels pretty good. And then I was like, oh, it doesn't feel pretty good because you can't like you're likely not going to hit one of those big rookies. But then you go through it and it's like. Somebody paid $50 for an Albert Pools base, Sapphire. Somebody paid $40 for Stephen Kwan. Somebody paid $40 for Spencer Torkelson. Um, and you got your random colors, and it's like, likely you're going to get a number of rookies, and you can at least, especially at the $120 price point, like $120, that's a buy all day for me. Um, at $220, yeah. you can still probably at least piece together half your money back. Because you said what? There's 32 cards for the box? Yeah. Let's say even if you bare minimum, let's say you can get $5 a card average of just the base. Yep. Um, it's worth, I don't know. I just feel like I mean, it's that's 160 bucks. But that, yeah, I, right I don't there. know. Now, now it, that really, that would really depend on you getting a couple of cards that really pick up the average because obviously you're, you're, jake cousins or your but if you um, team dude if you if you group them up as a team uh like a team lot and you put them on ebay and 
and then you just have one shipping cost. So like, let's say, you know, your white socks, like your random, your random white socks, but if yeah. there's five of them, I don't know. It, I just feel like if you Andrew Vaughn, Liam Hendricks. Yeah. Like if you really like want to grind it out, like it, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not easy, you yeah. know, but it, it's there for the, because the reason why I'm thinking of all this, I just moved to Wilmington. I met a, a great guy with, with, a, uh, with uh, three boys that are just getting started in cards. And they have this big box. Like they're talking about wanting to buy big cards all the time. And which is great because they're really smart in that aspect. And, but they're like, I got all these cards in this box and they're base. What do I do with them? I'm like, you know, they just started a whatnot stream. I'm like, why don't you just sell them in team lots? So they, they did that and they went, they streamed a couple of days ago and they made like 300, 400 bucks just on team lots because they jumped on, they were having fun they were, You know, they were talking to their, their, the people that jump on their lives and they're selling some team lots because there's other people out there that will, they don't want to spend hundreds of dollars, but they'll buy 10 to $15 worth of just fun cards of their favorite players or their favorite teams. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, and again, there's a lot of people, I mean, you know, because of my job, we talk a lot about the values of cards. Yeah. In my regular day to day life, I don't think about like, my personal collection is a lot of Kansas Jayhawk basketball players. You know how valuable those things are to anybody else but me? Barely any value. But I love it. Exactly. I love collecting I love collecting random brewers, you know? Um different things that aren't super expensive, but I love it. And it's not about the cost and it's not about me thinking, "Oh, this is going to be expensive in the future." It's just it's just it's what you enjoy. And so I can I can see people you know, I really like collecting cards of my team. I don't care about the money at all. And yeah, I can get all these cards of my team for a couple bucks. Sure. Take it. I'm telling you that in, you know, the last couple of years was great with the boom and there's a lot more talk with values and making money, which I absolutely love uh, because it makes it, you know, makes it where you can fund the hobby, like fund your, your it makes it more reasonable to do. Yeah. But at the same time, at, you know, the, the root of it, is that people get into cards because people love it. And that's why cards have been around for, you know, over a hundred years mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's just cardboard, but there's a reason why, you know, people love it and, and getting back to that is what will drive another boom because that's what it is. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. And I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to watch it and I'm excited for, it is nice. It is really nice to get into a point where, like prices don't matter, and the reason I guess I bring up the two hundred twenty dollar price point of bot of the box is because I do feel like we're at a point where like prices aren't as drastic and they're not as intense. And like, say a Suzuki, I got it pulled up on the screen here, twenty dollars for a base sapphire. Can you imagine what a say a Suzuki just coming over from Japan would have done in 2020-2021? Would have been yeah. It would and been right now this card's twenty bucks, and it's like. When when we were ripping 2019 Sapphire, or when it came out, it was fifty dollars, right? It's six hundred dollars now, but it was fifty bucks. Um, of course, we're not going to get back to that point because of inflation and everything. But I do think the hundred twenty dollars was pretty close, fairly fairly close for for what you could expect nowadays. 
um, to that $70 price point. Uh, but I harp on the $220 price point because I look at these prices. and I know you can nickel and dime your way up if you're willing, but sometimes a lot of, a lot of that nickel and diming will just, you know, take some luck. Cause you're going to end up with a lot of cards that are a dollar. Yeah. Of the 32 cards, my guess would be that you're going to end up with, um, 25 of them that are a buck. I mean, look at this checklist. Do you want Randall Gritchick? Colin Moran, Alex Degatti, Camilo Duvall, Jose Cinero, uh, Jose Quintana, Luke Voigt, Corey Kluber, Julius Chassin, Guseku Kota. I've never even heard of that guy in my life. Jake Fraley. <laughs> you know, it's it's Yoshi Susugo, um, Will Smith, not not the, the Braves Will Smith, not the Dodgers Will Smith. Sean Manea, Aaron Savali. Like, there's a lot of guys in here. Marcus Stroman, even. Does anybody like Marcus Stroman's popular on Twitter and stuff? But do you really, you know, is a Sapphire card going to go for more than a buck? So it's like, there's a huge list of names here. And there's a decent number of them that will, will fetch you more than $5. But there's also quite a few that will fetch you under a buck. Jimbo, you're muted. Yeah, that, that's why. My bad. That's, that's why I said like the average of the $5 because there will definitely be some that you can't even give away. That's yeah. why I was like I'm, – I'm more speaking of uh, the people that now like if you just strictly break it down the cost of do I like the, the 220 and I'm thinking about, you know, the the guy – let's say someone walking in the shop that, that has some boys that are just getting into cards and they want to rip something. And, and I'm explaining to them all the different boxes that I have in front of me. And this is how I would break down this Sapphire box. It's like, yeah, it's not something where it's like I'm saying, hey, it's a home run to rip. But if you're going to rip something, if you really want to grind it out, you can make your you can do very well on this, even if you don't hit a huge card by grinding it out and then being teaching, you know, having fun with the entire process of opening. And then also learning how to sell the cards with with what's say your um, like with your kids and then taking that money, coming back and doing it again, like it's better than, than a, a box where you get three cards and then hope for the best. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, a, like a Bowman HTA box where you end up with two base autos and a color auto of some pitcher and you spent, you know, $400 on the box and you walked away with $60 worth of cards and there's mm -hmm. no, there's no grinding it out. It's mm -hmm. just. Which, which some yeah. people would rather have that because they, they don't, they don't care about the other stuff, which is, completely fine it's yeah. just it's the different it's what someone is looking for or it's like what's the best fit for this person and everyone's different on their mindset and uh and that's okay and, we were and, we were once in gary v's office and he had a box of oh man what year was this 2018 maybe uh bowman chrome hta and just a case of it in the corner and he just opened up He's like, he's just like, ah, oh, we'll open a box here. And so we opened up a box and he actually pulled a uh, uh, Kyle Cody auto. And I played Kyle Cody in high school in Wisconsin. So it was very like full circle there. But it was, it was one of those things where a guy like Gary V, busy guys like that. Yeah, they don't want to sit there and rip 24 packs. Just show me the three autos, the rest of the cards I don't care about. And we'll move on with our day. Exactly. Um, 
that being said, Jimbo, uh, why don't you give a, we'll both give our little wrap up on top scrum Sapphire here because I am running out of time. Um, do you yeah. have any last words on it? I don't have anything to wrap up on surprisingly. You know me. I'm huh? uh, I am surprised as for me. I like, I like the products. I liked it a lot at 120. I still, I, I, I do agree with Jimbo. I think you can probably piece together your way to, you know, a, a decent price, even though you can't necessarily expect one of the top rookies in a box. Um, so we'll see, you know, we'll see, uh, maybe I'll watch some YouTube videos, but I don't, I don't think it's like 220. I don't think it's the worst price in the world. We'll put it that way. I, uh, I mean, I, I personally probably wouldn't pay it myself. Um, but if you're looking for Sapphire, I definitely don't think it's the worst resale price. I, agree. I, I think you could do, I think you could do worse. If it was at $300, it would be like, uh, Ooh, that's really tough to get up that high now. Um, but at 220, it's not too bad. I agree. All right. Well, that is our show today. So thank you everyone for listening to today's Dinging Corners. And I will talk to you and Jimbo will talk to you next Friday. Let's See you guys. Go. See ya. Deuces.